leading men are getting dirtier, and we're here for it. For a long time, the leading man has been a sort of classically handsome, all-American type, with perfect skin and a million-dollar smile. But now, it feels like our leading men are becoming more unkempt, unbothered, and maybe even more attractive as a result. There's a name for this new brand of sleazy yet sexy faction of dudes, the dirtbag. Sure, the term has been around for a while, but it used to be used in a more pejorative sense, where now it's been reclaimed. The Atlantic declared the dirtbag is back, and Vice's ID says the dirtbag boyfriend is 2022's hottest accessory. And these dirtbags have a few things going for them. They're a little rougher around the edges. They don't play by the rules in more ways than one. They've got a kind of just rolled out of bed look and mentality, but one that recalls some old-fashioned notions of masculinity. We're here to help. They're torture souls. What's interesting about these dirtbags is that their hard, rough exterior masks a more churned-up, unsettled interior. They come with a lot of emotional baggage, and while this might be messy, it's an alternative to the classic strong, silent type that we've become more suspicious of. They're damaged, but in an endearing way. Essentially, the dirtbag screams, I can fix him! I want to know what happened. You won't believe me. They're still really hot. The tattoos, the beards, the bodies, these characters are less clean-cut and manicured and more relaxed about their appearance. It's a different kind of hot, one that comes with a sense that they're almost hiding in plain sight that makes you feel special for noticing. What up, honey? Yeah, I can't take a pic right now, but uh... Oh, no, no, no! Danny, from work! Danny, yeah. So why now? Maybe because our leading men in cinema have been handsome, but a little bland for so long. Writer Bolu Babalola says, In famous men, women love space to project a fantasy of their desires, and not only is it sexual, but also it is intimate comfort. There are so many handsome actors that do absolutely nothing for me because the air around them is like mall air. But also, the dirtbag represents an alternative to the status quo, and right now the status quo is pretty chaotic. So, those who push against it almost seem aspirational. And The Atlantic's Andrea Mattei suggests that watching characters who wouldn't notice the apocalypse if society were smoldering at their feet is cathartic. Their ease with chaos can briefly be ours. Here's our take on the rise of the dirtbag and why it's the perfect moment for men to embrace their rough edges and show us a less perfect side of themselves. The dirtbag feels like an evolution of the bad boy, guys from the wrong side of the tracks who have something underneath the surface that draws us to them. In a sense, it's a Lady in the Tramp-esque fantasy come to life, where the woman gets to be the one who does the saving, rather than the one who's saved. You know what would be awesome? How about a meditation gazebo? Snap! Yes. You know, whenever, whenever life gets too chaotic and stuff, we can just go in there. And over the past few years, it feels like Hollywood's bombshells have all bagged themselves a dirtbag. Kourtney Kardashian married Travis Barker. Megan Fox ditched the clean-cut Brian Austin Green for Tommy Lee Redux Machine Gun Kelly. Not to mention the number of women who've been romantically linked with Pete Davidson, from Kate Beckinsale to Ariana Grande to Phoebe Dinovore to Kim Kardashian to, most recently, Emily Ratajkowski. We're fascinated by these couples because there's an intriguing kind of incongruence to seeing opposites attract, and often because because these dirtbags feel a little more down-to-earth, they serve to normalize these previously rarefied beauties. You look hot! Thank you. She didn't let me wear my propeller hat, but it's fine. 
But maybe it's precisely this down-to-earth nature that makes these dirtbags so attractive. We're culturally primed to see bad boys as dangerous or rebellious, but in this era, despite their rock and roll image, they all seem kind of sweet. In an interview with Paper Magazine, Pete Davidson said, My love language when I'm in a relationship is I treat the person I'm with like a princess. And similarly, with MGK, in interviews, he is openly enamored with his new flame. She's super compassionate. She's the nicest person I've ever met. And like, she, she loves me for me and all my crazy. And when we were first introduced to Travis Barker by Courtney, it wasn't as the tattooed rock and roll drummer, but as her longtime friend and neighbor and devoted father to his kids. While we may have preconceptions about these dirtbags based on older bad boys, this new era is slowly stripping them away. On top of seeming romantic and caring, there's also a certain vulnerability that makes these dirtbags endearing. In The Boys, Frenchie is perhaps the most anti-establishment character, but rather than just being a bad boy, he's reflective and thoughtful about his troubled past, and he takes steps to address it. What comes with that is an emotional awareness of others, too. Oh, you're not a bad person. Just a scared one. So really, these new bad boys aren't bad boys at all. Maybe they were once upon a time, but now they're figuring it out. They show a willingness and an ability to change, both for the sake of themselves and for the sake of the other people around them. Over the past few years, toxic masculinity and its many harmful manifestations have been rightfully called out. And one of the defining characteristics of toxic masculinity is a tendency toward bottling up emotions as a way to appear strong. With our new dirtbag characters, it feels like there's been a slow move away from that. These men are more in touch with their emotions. They are going through it, and while it's messy, it's better than the alternative. Here, I don't think that, uh... like me that much. In The Bear, Carmi is 100% channeling this new, more emotional energy, grieving the death of his brother, struggling to keep his business afloat, dealing with his own insecurities around his career as a chef, all the while having his family taking chunks out of each other. The circumstances he is plunged into are extremely chaotic, but despite that, we can still sense the huge potential he has, both as a chef and as a person. I want things to feel... Consistent. Yeah, consistent. Yeah, that's totally reasonable. Throughout the season, there are times when he doesn't tap into that more emotional side, but he recognizes his mistakes and is always making steps to get better. By the end, when you feel like he can see the light at the end of the tunnel, it's clear he wants to bring everyone with him. His healing can be everyone's healing. Tasty menu at the bar. Window on the side. For sandwiches. Yeah. There are similarities between Carmi and Jeremy Allen White's previous dirtbag incarnation as Lip in Shameless. Lip, too, has huge potential, but wastes it out of a feeling of insecurity that comes from his social stature. But Lip's mistakes, like Carmi's, come from a feeling of a lack of control of his life. And you feel like once he gets that control, he'll be able to fulfill that potential. Patience, please, guys, you need a little time. These tortured souls may feel like works in progress, but they're ones we want to invest in. Take real-life crush-worthy dirtbag Pete Davidson, a man who's overcome tremendous personal loss and tragedy, and who's been extremely open about his own struggles with mental health and how he's trying to cope. We're clearly attracted to the brave candidness of someone admitting they have a problem and getting the help to fix it. In fact, we're all the more invested in their success thereafter. I got diagnosed with a... Uh... BPD a few years ago. When somebody 
finally tells you that the, the weight of the world just feels lifted off your shoulders. If we look a bit further back, it seems we've always had a curiosity about these kinds of tortured souls. Think of the enigmatic, hard-boiled leading men of film noir, like Elliot Gould's take on Philip Marlowe, or even Humphrey Bogart in Casablanca. Now, these classic antecedents are being channeled, but we're spending more time peeling back the layers. In Money Heist, Denver feels modeled after old Hollywood archetypes like Marlon Brando and James Dean, which gives him this enigmatic quality. But he's more than these archetypes, too. He reflects on his bad behavior and has this desire in him for a more normal, less chaotic life. And like Carmi, wants to share that growth with the people he loves. Previously, the tortured nature of these characters may have been romanticized, but now there's more focus on the reality these characters are living with. So when they try to get out and recover, it feels like a much greater win. The rise of the dirtbag has perhaps not uncoincidentally coincided with the rise of the dad bod, and an appreciation that men who are a little softer around the edges can still be sexy, and maybe are sexy precisely because of that. I need a big boy with polar bear arms. Recently, there's been a revisitation of some of Jack Black's iconic roles, like Dewey in School of Rock or Barry in High Fidelity, where he wasn't just a little bit of a mess, but also a chubby king. As Harrison Branham writes, human sexuality isn't limited to Barbie and Ken doll types. What we find desirable comes in all forms, shapes, and sizes. For Jack Black, his swagger is in a league of its own, and that's what being hot is all about. Once I get up on stage, start doing my thing, people worship me! because I'm sexy and chubby, man. Maybe the most iconic dad bod dirtbag in recent years has been David Harbour's Sheriff Hopper in Stranger Things. He embodies many of the dirtbag archetypes. He's tortured, he's a bit of a rebel, and he's making active steps to regain some control of his life. But rather than being a ripped, tattooed rock star, he has this huskier, let himself go kind of look that really works for him. All right. I'm just gonna be out here by myself eating all this candy. I'm gonna get fat. Interestingly, when he was brought into the MCU for Black Widow, which tends to take otherwise normal-looking guys and turn them into rippling six-pack superheroes overnight, Harbour was allowed to retain his dad bod, and thank goodness for that. Finally, the Red Guardian's time has come! Maybe this reveals that while superheroes are usually these unattainable peaks of masculinity, what we actually want is something a little more real. When Thor is fat and playing video games in New Asgard, even though it's somewhat problematically played for laughs in the movie, the public reaction was pretty warm. Lots of fans were glad to see plus-size superhero representation and appreciated the way Marvel depicted Thor's depression. I'm still worthy. Kate Tansky writes, Thor isn't just another celebrity rocking a dad bod who will inevitably end up slimming down. When we leave Thor at the end of the movie and he joins Rocket and Peter Quill and Groot to become the Asgardians of the galaxy, he's still fat and he can get it. It's time for me to be who I am rather than who I'm supposed to be. If we contrast this reaction to Chris Pratt's journey from dad-bodded Andy to his current turn to superhero slash action star, it's very revealing. Of course, there are other reasons why Pratt has fallen down the pecking order of Chris's over the past few years, but high among them is that people miss the more normie, schlubby Chris. The funny, sweet, nice guy who sang songs about horses and had the hot, weird goth girlfriend. Someone will die. Of 
fun. Our beauty standards are constantly evolving, and while there's certainly room for improvement, we're arguably more inclusive than ever. The dirtbag aesthetic isn't just not being super fit. In fact, sometimes these characters can be pretty ripped. But the fact we're allowing ourselves to desire men who are chubbier or dirtier because of who they are as people shows how our priorities have changed. Everyone has gone through a lot in the past few years, so it seems we're gravitating toward these more damaged, messy men because it looks like, yeah, they've been through a lot too. Even our fashion is getting baggier, dirtier, and more torn up. And Nick Haramis has offered a similar explanation, stating that after a long period of sanitizing every surface we touch, it feels exciting to roll up our sleeves, if we're wearing any at all, and embrace grime. I won't make a mistake again. Yeah, you will. But not because you're you, just because shit happens. There's certainly a kind of unspoken forbidden fruit thing going on with our new dirtbag crushes, but also an inherent relatability. Like us, they're just trying their best. Their aesthetic may look slovenly, but they're working on themselves, growing as people, and embracing all aspects of life. The hard parts, sure, but the good parts too. It's gross. It's the best idea ever. 2023 is going to be a big year for The Take, and our Patreon subscribers are going to get more perks than ever before. Sign up now so you can get in on all the exciting new content. Watch early releases, vote on what you'd like our next video topic to be, plus more exciting surprises coming soon. Make sure to subscribe to The Take's Patreon by clicking the link in the description below. Your support means the world to us. Happy New Year!